what's up y'all i'm tay you've officially tuned in to tea time with tay now you're probably sitting back thinking what the heck did i just get myself into well you have signed up for a weekly dose of the top three juiciest pieces of celebrity gossip I'm going to give you my honest, raw, true opinion of how I feel your favorite celebrities acted a fool this week. So, get your teacups ready because it's on now. What's poppin'? It's another episode of Tea Time with Tay. And your new low, like, um, intro. I want to do something like, boom. <laughs> something got it. Got to be like really, really dope. I wonder who could do that. I need somebody that like. Per- oh, oh! I wonder if he would do it. Sorry, I just had a moment. All right, it's another week. It's another time to sit down and pull it up and talk about everything that popped off this week. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. I don't, like, by Wednesday, I was like, this is dead. <laughs> it hasn't been a lot. John Singleton did die, so let's RIP to him. That was really, really sad. And then um, I learned a lot about him. Like, I didn't know he was 23 when he directed Boys in the Hood. Like, let's just think about everything that you do at 23. At 23, family members still didn't trust me. <laughs> Everybody's at 25. Shoot, let's just be honest. Like, you know, you there's still a lot of people. I say black people in general that kind of just keep you back because they still feel like you a child when you really a grown adult. And I mean, John Singleton was really a grown adult. Like he was 23. And think about all the people that was in Boys in the Hood. Older people, um, established actors. And he did that, you know. Poetic Justice, Baby Boy, like, he was Grammy-nominated, so we definitely got to give a big RIP to him. He was a true pioneer in the black community. Um, But, I mean, when that happened, I was upset. And then everything, the week just kept going by, and I'm like, dang, ain't nothing really popped off this week. Until Wednesday. But we'll get into that, so let's kick it off. Guilty Pleasure of the Week. Boop. What's my guilty pleasure this week? Hmm. Y'all, I'm really kind of like <laughs> falling off. What did I do this week that was kind of like, oh, this is cool. I re- honestly, y'all, like I really haven't had, i just been working. All I do is work. That's it. That's all. I work. I come home and I go to sleep. No. Guilty pleasure definitely has to be game of thrones and if you don't watch game of thrones you should definitely watch game of thrones so yes i was late to the bandwagon probably about like eight years late <laughs> um and one of my co-workers well no two years ago i saw one episode and I tried to start it, but the first episode of this, like this, of season one, is so slow. Honestly, season one is kind of slow, but it gives you vital information about why a lot of things are gonna happen throughout the rest of the seasons. So you definitely have to watch it and pay attention. But things got real once they chopped Ned Stark's head off. What? I was invested. Right. 
right at that moment my mouth just fell open i said oh y'all on this this is real so after that i binged watched all seven seasons in a week so last week's episode was probably the best thing i've ever watched in my life not even and i mean just like television wise movie wise cinematography wise like that was the best thing i've ever seen in my life like yeah i'm not gonna give any spoilers i'm not all about that that in avengers but I would, if I had to rate the two, like rank the two, Avengers was like probably the best movie I've ever watched. Just, it was just amazing. It was literally amazing. And once again, I'm not here for spoilers. Even though I feel like it's been a week. Maybe, has it been two? (laughs) I think it's been two weeks. Like, if y'all ain't going to see that movie, what are you doing? And I'd be like on Twitter and people would be like, oh, I had other things to do. Okay, no, it's been a week. Okay, it's been a week. You could have easily been seeing that movie. So you can't get mad if people want to spoil it at this point. Like, it's been a week. (laughs) That's just something that you take time out. Like, I knew that I had to see Avengers before everybody else. That's how it was about all of them. Like, Iron Man, Captain America. Um, The only Avengers movies that I didn't see in theaters were Doctor Strange because... Everybody, like, you know, I gotta stop listening to people. I didn't see Doctor Strange in theaters. I didn't see any of the Gal- uh, Guardians of the Galaxies in theaters. And I didn't see Thor Ragnarok in theaters, even though I'm irritated because I saw all the other Thors in theaters. But, yeah, I didn't see those. Those are the only movies I didn't see in theaters. Everything else I saw, like, opening weekend. And I, like, I just feel like if you're a Marvel fan, if you or if you're a fan of anything and you want to see a movie, like, you know somebody's going to talk about it, so go see it. So you don't have to be a part of the 5% that didn't see it and then get irritated when you see something that you didn't want to see. Well, you could have easily went to go see it, but whatever. All right. So, yeah, that Game of Thrones episode is definitely my guilty pleasure of this week. And I'm so excited for Sunday because I'm just like, I need to know what happens next. I, I've become the person that starts reading, like, theories and I click on anything that has anything to do with Game of Thrones. It's like amazing. Oh, it's so awesome. I really wish more people would watch it. My daddy called me the other day and he was telling me that he was on his way to go see um, Avengers. And he said, I was like, oh, daddy, it's the best movie I've ever watched in my life. And he said, really? And then I was like, yeah, it's like the best thing. I said, no, 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 no. That Game of Thrones episodes I saw was the best thing I've ever watched in my life. He said, why didn't you tell me about that? That that crap is bananas. I said, because I just got put on. Honestly, if you really want to be honest. (laughs) But anyway... Um, yeah, so that is definitely one of my guilty pleasures. Pet peeve of this week, my f- I made his Facebook post that said I'm irritated with my 15-year-old self for adding all the idiots that I added when I added them. Because y'all getting on my nerves. It, and I think, like, even my friend request is starting to become a pet peeve. Because it's just like, do I look like some, like, raggedy, like, dusty... I want to be stuck in Gary type of woman. I just need to know. Because I don't think that I look like that. Like I think I look educated. I don't post like. 
I don't know. <laughs> like, I mean, I just don't know. Like, there are those girls, but, like, the caliber of niggas in my friend request is just disgusting. And y'all are getting on my nerves. To the point where I think I need to write Mark and ask him, is there a way to, like, filter that out? Like, can I? There has to be a formula that he could come up with that allows me to filter out the kind of person I want to request me as a friend. I think I'm on to something. He should definitely look into that. I think that's a that's a great idea. But yeah, that's definitely a pet peeve. They oh it's just so disgusting at this point. Like, y'all, if y'all saw my friend request, it's like dudes that don't even look like they take showers. <laughs> Then I made a Facebook post that said, I gotta be ugly because don't nobody find friends add me. Like, nobody's find friends add me. It's always, like, the dusty ones. And then it'd be the dusty ones that send my, uh, my messenger. And I don't, like, don't, this is where I'm at with life. So, I mean, as y'all know, I guess y'all probably kind of, like, put two and two together. But anyway, um, I'm to a point where I just know my husband isn't online. I just know that like I've always been a person that's like he's at like a bookstore or Starbucks like I run into him at Starbucks or he's at if my if I met my husband at Starbucks that's like a match made in heaven anyway yeah he's at Starbucks he's let's see where else could he be at he's at like a poetry night you know he is not in my Facebook DMs I'm not that, I'm not the person that's like from the DMs to the guts, a love story. I'm not that. There are some people that I like that and they've been married for 10 years and they got four kids. That's great, but that's just not me. That's, my husband just isn't. Yeah. So, leave me alone. Keyword. Tell your friends that I'm not available emotionally and I want to be left alone. So, there's those two things. Um, Let's get it popping. Top three topics of this week. While we're on Facebook, we're going to talk about how Facebook has decided that they wanted to ban Louis Farrakhan and any other uh, groups that they deemed dangerous. And I'm kind of irritated because why not ban, like, KKK, white nationalists, you know, all those people because they are actually dangerous. But, okay. Um, Second, we're going to talk about how Miss America, Miss... USA and Miss Teen USA are all black women for the first time in the country's history and they all showed up and showed out in their natural hair oh my goodness okay talk about them and then we gotta talk about the Billboard Awards because a lot happened there but the main thing that happened that kind of pissed me off was Taylor Swift's performance so let's kick it off I need I really need a soundboard <laughs> I really do. All right. So first things first, I guess we can talk about. Let's talk about Tay Tay. Tay Tay, what you doing? Now, if you guys did not see the Billboard Music Awards happened, what's today? Saturday, thir- Friday, Thursday night. Thursday night. Yes. Thursday or Wednesday. I think it happened Wednesday night. All right. Whatever technicals but 
Billboard Music Awards happened. Two of my favorite artists, Drake, took home 16 Billboard Music Awards. That is the most Billboard Music Awards that anybody, any artist has ever had and ever taken home. So, big ups to him. And my second favorite girl, Cardi, took home six, which means that she has the most Billboard Awards from a female rapper. Girl, you better do the dang thing. Now, I didn't agree with a lot of her outfit choices, but she really never misses. She really doesn't. I'm not even going to lie to y'all. Like, I may not like it, but it's her style and she, like, finesses it in a way that's like, okay, you killing it. She, I've never, Cardi's never had a time where she, I'm just like, girl, what you got on? I've never felt that from her at all. Like, even her Grammy's outfit, just because you have to understand fashion, she she rocked it and she killed it and just even having the honor to wear that dress because like once you have dresses like that they lock them up in a vault I used to want to be a fashion designer or at least want to work um with some sort of designer in the entity of like creating um fashion shows like putting them on and I wanted to be that girl but anyway um so I know a lot about I know a lot about a lot I have like a file cabinet in my head of just like random thoughts and ideas that sometimes get blurted out or sometimes get put away I don't know um yeah so she actually like you once you create dresses like that you put them up in a vault and you kind of really never like allow anybody to wear them so for them to take that dress back out and tailor it to her actual body was just amazing. So that was a piece that I thoroughly enjoyed. That um that piece was one of definitely my favorite looks of hers because it was different and then just the story behind it was pretty dope. So I enjoyed that one. But yeah, she won six awards. Um Drake won sixteen. But you know, that wasn't the most important part of the show. I didn't watch the Billboard Music Awards. I really haven't watched an awards show in a while. I watched the Grammys, but that was a piece of crap. And I was so disappointed on so many levels of a lot of things. Anyway, um, but I did see Taylor Swift's performance. And if you guys have seen Taylor Swift's performance, then you would know that they are calling it Mayo Cella. Y'all, first of all, who came up with that hashtag? Because whoever did is a genius. And I've been rolling at those tweets about it ever since then. Um, It does look seemingly the same as Beyonce's Coachella performance. And so this is the thing that I, I, I was a Taylor Swift fan. I was. I was singing teardrops on my guitar. I was going through it when I was in high school. And I really had no reason to. Like, I don't even understand what was wrong with me. But, um, yeah, I loved Taylor Swift and her country music. She turned and shifted into this pop genre of things. And I'm really tired of it. So, I just haven't listened to a Taylor Swift album probably since Red. And, um... She, this is what I don't like about Taylor, is you, Taylor is your typical white girl in a sense of, she's the one that 
okay, if you went to a PWI or any type of predominantly white high school, then you've had this experience because I know I'm not the only one that, that has had this experience. White girls pick on you. Or they like, you know, poke at you or say little things or, you know, just be just rude or especially in high school when you didn't have it. They didn't you didn't understand what white privilege was. So they were kind of just inserting their dominance on you and they would feel like they could say certain things because they were who they were or they were just they felt like they were just higher in a ranking of a class system that is high school, which is stupid. So. You just get fed up and then you just like cuss them out. Now that has happened to me because I didn't understand how to play the game. It's definitely a game that they play. And this is this is not every white girl. These are just the the white girl I'm describing. Everybody has definitely come in contact with her. So they play this game of, you know, they'll say little things or do little things. They'll pick, poke, egg you like. No one sees what they're doing behind the scenes. They only see what your reaction to it is. So I've definitely had those in, um, encounters with them where it's like, you're picking, you're picking, you're picking, you're picking, you're picking. And then when I turn up on you, I'm the angry black girl. So who's going to get in trouble? Taylor. Because if I get in trouble, it's that they only saw my reaction. They didn't see everything else that had been happening up until my reaction so the thing about taylor is i will say that ever since she ever since her little vma scuffle debacle with kanye which i'm not i don't i've never agreed with and beyonce never agreed with it either even though it was a fact she didn't deserve that award he should not have gotten up there though I will say that that's, but you could, I think that certain people don't deserve awards all the time. Like, I don't think Cardi B deserved her Grammy. I'm not hopping up on the stage, taking that away from her though. So that's where the, the, the disrespectful piece of the entity of the situation came in, even though she didn't deserve the award, whatever. But ever since that happened in what, 2008, she has been using that to market herself period and if you don't agree just kind of go back to other performances she has built her platform off of that moment now I will not it's smart she has great PR people to say we're gonna use this and we're gonna you know capitalize on it a lot of people do that all the time Chris Jenner did it with Kim's sex tape now they're rich and famous whatever but She's been using that moment to capitalize on it. And I think that's another, that's part of Kanye's problem because it's like, you could, how many times you have to say you're sorry, you know? And so ever since then, she's been taking bits and pieces of things, trying to emulate a culture that she just doesn't connect with. I don't see Taylor Swift hanging out with black people outside of your normal, like, Grammy, um, Met Gala type of situations. I don't see her like kicking it with just black people. I don't see that. Taylor Swift has a gang of friends, and I just don't see that happening. She also like gets into relationships, hops out of relationships just to write music. (laughs) 
And now I think she is she since she does she hasn't been in a relationship since I guess like Calvin Harris and now she's losing momentum. So what does she do? You're gonna bite off a whole performance. It's too many similarities within that situation. A lot of people are saying, well, you can have a band, you could do this, you could do that, but no, you can't. You had this. You pretty much had the same colors. You had the same type of idea, except they weren't on beat. It didn't have the same type of effect. It wasn't. You don't. You don't have any rhythm. You can't shake your butt. Like you know, it was just a lot of pieces that just disconnected. Even though we are well aware that she took her whole idea from Beyonce, and I cannot get with that. I just can't. I'm tired of watching people take valuable things from our culture and utilize them for their own good. I read a piece the other day that says America loves black culture, but not black people. And that's a problem. Y'all do. Y'all love music. You love basketball, football, Tiger Woods, Usain Bolt, you uh, Simone Biles, Gabby Douglas. You just love so many people that represent our culture instead of like actually loving black people. Like Taylor Swift, the type of person that's gonna use Beyonce performance for her own good, but she uh lock the door when she see a black man coming, or she'll never date anybody black. She don't have black friends. Like, you know, she that girl. And it's just, like, really sickening. It's starting to really piss me off and get on my nerves. And so, like, you know, we make jokes about it on Twitter and everything like that. But it's just, like, to a point where when does it end? When does it stop? When do we start being recognized for the... Not just the positivity, but the beauty that we are. Like, you know... It's too much stuff going on in this world for just, like, stepping outside, being shot for being black. Like, you grew up in the hood and you hear gunshots all the time. And, um, you know, you don't really necessarily know that something's wrong with you until you go to a white neighborhood. So the first time, I grew up in Gary my entire life. Well, not my whole life. So I moved to Gary when I was four. And then I lived in Gary until I was 15 years old. And so we moved to Hammond because I went to school in Hammond. Y'all, the first night I couldn't sleep <laughs> for like probably about two, three months. I did not sleep because you're so used to hearing something. Ambulance, gunshots, somebody outside yelling at their baby daddy. Like you're so used to succumb to hearing something. Like, I used to live by a train. So I knew that at like six o'clock the train was going to come. There was an, it was just quiet, just pure peace. And I just could not do it. And it got worse. When I went to um, school, because my school was like pretty much in the middle of the woods. So there's really nothing. There was just not a word, not a sound, nothing. And I was just up and for just trying to even, you don't recognize that stuff like that bothers you and haunts you and daunts on you. And I, you know, there's people, you go through stuff like that. So it's like, okay, yeah, I have a fear of getting shot at home. Like, that's why I don't go out nowhere. People always ask me that. They're like, what are you doing? What you doing when you get off? Going home? My house is safe. Like, I ain't nothing popping off here. Ain't nobody getting shot up out here. Like, ain't nobody coming up in my crib. 
wilding out. You just cannot predict what people be on at any point in time. That's why I don't go nowhere. I don't do nothing. And if I do go somewhere, I kick it with like friends at their houses or we go to places that are in like no man's land somewhere. We like go to a bar. Ain't nobody going to these raggedy clubs, these raggedy people. You just cannot pinpoint what can happen. And you just kind of get tired of that. So I could get shot going out, walking out my door. I could get shot going out. But then I can also get shot by the police. I could get run over by some white supremacist dude. Like, you know, it's just so much stuff that comes with and accompanies, accompanies with being black that you have the caucasity to hop up on stage and steal from another black woman's performance who was the first black woman to headline Coachella you done lost your mind like lost it and then got the caucasity to be mad at the fact that people are mad about you biting off another black woman's performance who headlined Coachella what girl you ain't get paid for that billboard musical world performance that bad you ain't need that money that much. Your song ain't even that good. Like, it's so many other things you could have done. So many. You need new people around you. And you can't say, oh, we got the same choreographer because you don't. <laughs> you don't. So, what? And this is not the first time she didn't did that. It was like another one of her videos where she bite, she uh, bit off the formation video. We... We can, you can tell it's not, it's like, that's like Melania copying Michelle's speech. Word for word, verbatim. Like, hey, hey, bro, can I see your homework? Yeah, but don't copy off the whole thing. Only thing you change is your name. You got me messed up. It's just so exhausting. It's just so exhausting to just even, why are we still having these conversations? Like, for real, let's think about, but then it's just like, ain't, you're not going to know better to you. You don't, you're not going to do better if you don't know better. Because just think about all the other white artists that have copied off of black artists. And like Elvis. And, um, well, I can only think of Elvis right now. But like, it's so many other people that have done that the same way. Like, Dreamgirls is a real movie. That stuff really used to happen. That's how you get like, like blues and blues music, jazz, all of that. That's how you get rock. And um, what else? Like, that's where you end up in alternative music. They copy those sounds and those instruments and those timings from those from um, other people and turn it into their own music. Like Cadillac Records, all of that stuff is real. That really happened. They were really doing that to them. And like, they you they don't want to sign you. They don't want to play your music on the radio, but they want to take it. Oh, this is a dope song. So let's take it and let's make money off of it. And they still hungry. Like, how is this still happening in 2019? How? How is this still a thing in 2019? How are we still doing that? How are we still feeling like it is okay to marginalize and consistently place black people under the radar how do we still feel like that i could just put on this outfit get a band have them set up in semi the same way throw on some glimmer and say nope i didn't copy this yes you did we all watched homecoming i know you did everybody watched it 
I didn't seen it like five times. I I'm sick of it. I'm fed up, and I can't. I don't like being quiet about it anymore. I used to be to a point where you know I wouldn't say anything unless people were like would talk about it because it was it's it's not it, I wouldn't say it's hard, but it's just. It's it's exhausting. That's what it is. It's exhausting walking around in your body, loving yourself for who you are, but watching America not love you or your people. It gets tiring. But I have really great allies, like my stepmom and um, two of my best friends, uh, Shannon, Katie. Like, you know, you have those types of people that are like, aware and they want to know more and they want to they want to do more and you want to have those conversations or you put other people in your family you say mm, no that's wrong that's not okay you can't say stuff like that you know you have those people that are a part of your life but just sitting down watching tv or just like hearing the news or hearing somebody else got shot or the police did something else it just gets tiring because they're not doing that to y'all but y'all going to drink concerts <laughs> Y'all listening to Travis Scott. Y'all enjoying him and her, his little mixed baby. You know, you want mixed kids, but you don't want to be a part of the black struggle or even understand it. But you want a black man. Like, you know, that what I so, something said, can you can um I saw a tweet that said, can something be a fetish and a fear? And it somebody said black people. We're a fetish to tons of people. Like I've 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 told y'all this before that I'm going to marry a black man. That's just it. Point blank period. But you know, you like, when you're in college, you experiment, you try out different things. And so like, I got turned off by white guys because that's all I was. It was like, oh, I've never been with a black girl. Well, you're never going to be with one now. So this conversation's over. Like, that's not cute. That's not fun. I don't, leave me alone. Like, leave me alone. It's just, it just gets to a point where it's just, oh, and... You know, some girls may like that. Some girls love some down-home, farm-fed, cornbread, cow-tipping dude. That's just not me. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to ride a tractor. But Man, I'm funny. All right, next one. Now, that while we're on the uh, conversation of, you know, fetishes and fears. So, yes, um, Facebook did a, has a whole new do. If you have Facebook, you've seen it. Um, I don't necessarily like it. But with the new do came with people, came with them banning certain people from the app so they actually banned farrakhan and i want to say it's like russian some russian people give me a second gotta pull up my sources how you spell his name there we go okay okay so facebook bans White supremacists and anti-Semites from platform. 
I think the question is, what if Eric gonna do? Ah, <laughs> uh, you know, I personally am not um a Faircon fan. That's just me personally. Um, we could talk about that on another day. You can, you know, yeah. If you want to have that conversation with me, we can have that personally. We could go through that together. But, um, so pretty much it says CNN Oliver Darcy discussed how Facebook made the decision to ban some high-profile users like Nation of Islam leader Louis Farrakhan, who is notorious for using anti-Semitic language, and right-wing conspiracy theorist Alice Jones for after designating them as dangerous. So, pretty much, it kind, that was on CNN. Sorry, I have to quote all my sources because I don't want people to think that I'm stealing. Um, so, I read another piece before I decide that I want to just like, indulge in this topic um, my normal default position so this is coming from the chicago tribune it's by clarence page and he said my normal default position is to push back against censorship of speech the best response to offensive speech as civil libertarians say is more speech counter speech that offers opposing views but the digital age has brought us a new normal even for facebook the First Amendment is an important note for those who don't remember it from their schooling protects us Americans against infringements on free speech and free press by government. But the amendment also protects the right of private individuals and companies to decide what sort of content can be posted on their private platforms. With the rise of hate groups and dangerous anti-science propagandists, such as the anti-vaccination cults that feed the current resurgence of measles as a global menace, Facebook and other social networks have felt increasing pressure to follow the spirit of one Google's original mottos, don't be evil. Calls for Facebook to be more transparent and trustworthy surged after revelations last year that the consumer data had been mishandled by notably in Cambridge analytic harvesting of the personal data in millions of Facebook users' profiles without their consent and using it for political purposes. Okay. All right. I was reluctant to ban Farrakhan, for example, after years of observing the good that his unarmed security and social service organization, the Fruit of Islam, has done to help rehabilitate prisons inmates, who to help rehabilitate prison inmates and police public housing developments. But I also believe that if we're going to continue to live together peacefully in this very diverse country, we need to ostracize anti-Semitic conspiracy rhetoric and innuendo by Farrakhan just as we would if it came from the president the president has more power to be sure but Facebook should feel obligated as anyone to avoid giving a platform to social poison all right I'll give you guys a little bit more you know details on I probably figure in you saying what is anti like what is anti-semitic language so pretty much it is is anti-semitism is hostility to prejudice to prejudice or discrimination against jews a person holds such position is called an anti-semite anti-semitism is generally considered to be a form of racism all right now that i gave you guys 
pretty much an overview and a history lesson. I have two problems with it. Now, I agree with, you know, banning right-wing um, conservatives. But if you're gonna ban everything, you need to just ban the language altogether. Do not allow that type of postings to be implemented on Facebook, like at all. Don't allow anyone to say anything that has to do with any types of racism. Ban anything that says KKK, ban it. Ban anything that says white nationalism ban it don't just ban certain people ban anything there are like anti-semitic um postings on facebook ban it all like if you're just gonna do that you can create a formula to actually ban any language that is posted that you do not agree with you can't just ban the person you have to ban the entire idea i understand where you're going with it i get it like i said i'm not a true farrakhan fan that but that's just me um so i get that portion and that piece of it but if you're going to take it to that level take it to the level like you know just just take it there make everyone submit to what you're doing you can't have any of that on facebook so that means um sarah huckabee sanders can't be on facebook donald trump can't be on facebook um anybody that's giving off innuendos of being racist sexist ageist um giving off anything that shows that you are a white supremacist it all gotta go KKKs, Nazis, like anybody that decides that they identify with a social group that is going, that is dangerous, take it off. Do not just take off the person because then it starts to look like that you're singling out people, but you're not picking up other people within your little uh, parade. I think that, like I said, you're on to the right track, but you can't just wake up one day and say up oh, this is what we're gonna do you can't just ban four people like <laughs> you can't do that i think but i mean shoot according to the first to the first amendment i guess you can i didn't even know that so that was something that i learned that was new you know everybody just reason and says that you it's a freedom of speech that's why it's like certain it's really important i like especially with this new election coming up i really encourage you guys to thoroughly research portions of the constitution what your rights are everybody is so quick to talk about well i have free speech okay what does free speech mean it's sort of limited you have to understand what that includes or even just like the 14th amendment like yes the 14th amendment bans slavery but think about it in the entity of why prison still exists and why that's still an important thing and why it's a billion dollar industry and why they are steadily making sure people go to prison so the research that how the system is just not just it wasn't built on us so you have people that post on facebook and they're just like i think that's my main pet peeve and why i'm so irritated with myself it's like you know you you add a I, you we treated facebook like myspace and you just added anybody that you saw but now you know you grow you get older like i'm 25 years old and i want to that's why that's why i know my husband's not in my dms um i want to have these intellectual conversations with people i don't want to sit around talking about gang banging or like flipping money like y'all gotta grow up for real yes if any if nipsey didn't teach y'all anything you have to start investing in yourselves and in your community if you're not doing that you're not giving me nothing like 
I had a conversation yesterday that I'm just on this path of, I'm just on a different path than most people, which is probably why I don't really go nowhere. I don't go out. My focus is really to create generational wealth for my family. I need my kids to be okay. My future kids, I need them to understand like what I'm like trying to learn about like stocks and bonds and like what, how do I invest in that? What's the appropriate way to do? Which stock can you invest in that makes the most sense for you? You know, there's certain companies that just don't ever really fall down. And that's like, like Google, Apple, Amazon is a stock that you should really invest yourself in. Like Amazon is a quadrillion dollar business. You have those people. I even started thinking about buying a stock within my actual company that I work for. Um, That's what kind of really got me into it. I look at the stock price every day now. It's just that's where my mind is focused on. I'm not focused on being at a bar all day long and it's just like that's all y'all do y'all and and part of part of me is like y'all ain't like really listening to me because it's you wouldn't ask me to do the same old things every day you just wouldn't I'm cool and I'm comfortable I had that conversation too like I'm cool and comfortable with kicking with my friends when I kick it with them and when I do we go out to restaurants we sit down we have conversations we talk about how we're going to get ourselves to another level like I need to be at a next step by 30 I need to be making six figures that's just that's my goal I said five I set goals for myself and I can do it I know I can like but 30 I need to be making six figures I'm 25 years old what 30 year old can do that and make that but what 30 year old is going to do that and it's just like you guys have to start reading (laughs) like there's so much so that y'all don't even read the articles that y'all are sharing somebody is running around here reposting a two the the article about tupac mama dying and she been dead three years y'all can't even read that y'all don't even read dates on articles it's it's just annoying and i'm just like even just like with our Per, our personal like hometown election y'all irritating with that like y'all only going off of here's her hearsay and y'all not even trying to go and sit down to forums and listen to the facts like i please 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 do your research and please read and please and if you don't i and, and go vote and if y'all don't vote please do not sit there talking about how oh man i can't stand him because the same people that talking about they can't stand donald trump is the same people that didn't go vote oh Sorry, that was a rant, but whatever. I had to get that out. But anyway, yeah, if Facebook's going to do it, take it there. Like, you know, just take it to that next level. Understand what your decision and how to do it. So even like within the 14th Amendment, if a I mean within the First Amendment, if a company can make that decision, I mean, they can make that decision, but you have to just like make that decision, like take it to the next level and do it. Do not just do it. And because re- when you do it, you just, now you're going to have backlash. Like people going to type it in and they can't find him. And it's like, well, why ain't Farrakhan here? But I could search Donald Trump or I could search um, anybody else that's stupid. You know, I, I just, you know, oh it's a lot I feel like I talk I feel like I get to a point where it I try to encourage everybody to just understand where they are in their in their lives in their thought process like what it is that they want to do the type of person that you want to become and 
you know, I feel like people make decisions just based off of, I don't, I don't really think a lot of people sit down and thoroughly think about the decisions that they make before they make them. And those decisions in return have negative repercussions on other people. So just an example of like this, is just the fact that, you know, they sat down as a team and was like, okay, well, this is what we're going to do because we have the right to do it, but didn't understand where they were really going. They didn't really thoroughly think about the consequences of the action that they were about to make. And I really think that people need to start understanding that, that your actions have consequences and not just, it, it don't even have to be like, okay, if I hit, if I hit this person, you know, it don't even have to be like something negative. It's just like one thought can seriously alter another person's life. One decision, one word, one thing that you say can ultimately change how one person feels about you. And I, I've been like really thinking about that over like the last three or four weeks. Just the fact that your life can totally shift and alter based off of one word and one decision that could very well be a positive one or it could very well be a negative one. And you just don't know because you just, you have the right to make decisions. I don't know. I don't know. And so in this, I don't, I'm, I'm at a catch 22 because I don't think it's a negative decision. If that's what it is that you weren't to do, like, yes, you cannot just sit around and talk about Jews all day. You just can't like, come on Hitler like you you can't do that or you can't once again some of the things that you say I'm a I'm I believe what I believe I'll I'll say this and then we can move on to our next topic that is like pretty enlightening I believe what I believe period I believe in one God and I believe that He brought his only begotten son down to this earth to die for our sins. And then I believe in the Holy Spirit. So I believe in the Trinity. That's what I believe. I would not say I'm religious because religion is a whole nother entity in and of itself. That is just, that's another topic for another day. But I will say that I thoroughly believe that Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. And God is just working in wonderful ways in my life. Especially now. And. But what I don't do. Is. I just said everybody has the right to make decisions. I don't necessarily. I don't have to agree with what your decision is. But I'm not out here. Just like bashing your religion. Your faith. Your ideals. Your sexuality. Like I'm just not. I don't. I believe in love and I believe one love is love. And I also believe that like, I'm not one to judge. I can't judge your decisions. I, I'm the friend that would tell you, you know, there are some times where I just am going to cuss you out because it's like, you knew that was stupid. Like you knew that was dumb, but I'm also the friend that's going to tell you, you have to make the decision that's best for your life because my friends can give me advice all day long, but I'm still going to do what I want to do. I only really seek the advice because I want to see where everybody's mind is at. But I only seek it from people that there are certain pe- there are certain friends that I really go to advice for certain things on, and there's other friends that I go to advice for other things on. And so you know, especially I can use this like one example in my life right now. I really I text all of them because I wanted them 
to understand. I wanted to see where everybody's idea was at. And everybody pretty much is on the same page with it. So it's like, okay, cool. But at the end of the day, at the end, what I thoroughly enjoy about all of my friends, what I love about them is that they, this is going to make me kind of emotional. They um want at the end of each conversation, they say, I want Taylor to be happy. And whatever whatever makes Taylor happy is going to make me happy. And I love having those type of people in my life. So, and I'm the same way with them. So I don't just go off and say things about other people's beliefs because that's just not what I believe. And so I feel like that's where they're going with that. It's like, you can't say the things that you say and expect to stay on our on our um platform. You can't say that. Like you can't do that. There are there are consequences to your actions. And so this consequence is that you can't be on our on our social media site, our social site no more. You can't do that. The issue that lies with that is okay, well then everybody got to go. You got to filter it out. You can't just pick five people that's just how I feel all right last topic of the day is for the first time in the history of this country Miss America Miss USA and Miss Teen USA are all black women and I have never been more happy about anything in my freaking life oh Y'all, it is like the best thing in the entire world. I, oh my goodness, oh my goodness. It's just like so amazing to even see that happen. And like each time it was happening, I was like, oh, she a black girl. I'm oh, she a black girl. Oh, she a black girl. Oh, so pretty much the first uh, Miss USA is... I want to say her name is Chesley. Chris, that's what it looks like, Chesley. That's really pretty. Chris was named and announced as Miss USA on Thursday. She completed the historic trio with pageant winners 2019 Miss America Nia Franklin and recently crowned 2019 Miss Teen USA Kaylee Garris. Y'all. 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 The best part about all of them is that they are doing some amazing things. Like, <laughs> just some awesome things. Um, Chesley is a lawyer. But not only is she a lawyer, she only, she supports inmates. And she supports inmates on um a basis of she kind of like, she doesn't really charge them as much as like a normal inmate would be charged. So that's what her whole platform is based off of. Um, Ma- Nia Franklin just got her master's degree in music composition from UNC School of the Arts. And Kaylee is studying nursing at the Con- um, Southern Connecticut State University. Y'all, it's just so pleasing to see that. Like, but then again, that goes back to my statement of you love black culture, but you don't love black people. But I just... Uh, uh, you know that's just black girl magic in its finest and like the last the last like four or five years there have been multiple miss um 
USAs that are black and then multiple Miss Americas that were black. And I've been each time I'm like, come on. I think it was like like 2015 and 2016. It was back to back. But now to have all three of them just representing us. Oh, that I y'all. I Sometimes I really wish that I had a daughter. I really do, because I would just be so ex- when I was little. There was not this type of representation. Oh, wow. It just wasn't. It was like, especially where I could look on TV and say, mommy, she looks like me. It wasn't like that. And so I could, I used, so I danced when I was younger. Um, I still kind of, I dabble in it. Sometimes I'll be in my apartment and I'll just turn some music on to dance around the living room. But um, when I was like really little, I wanted to be a Alvin Ailey dancer. Well, I wanted to be a part of the Joffrey Ballet. But then, you know, I got a little thick. That wasn't going to work. <laughs> uh, puberty hit. Um, And then I wanted to be an Alvin Ailey dancer. But from the time I think I could walk, we used to always watch the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade every Thanksgiving morning before my grandma and my mama would get up and start cooking. And I remember looking at the TV and I would be like, like doing like the little kick line and everything when I was probably like six and I looked at my grandma I was like I want to be a Radio City Rocket and she looked but she and she looked at me and I was six so this was only like 11 years like 10 no like nine years ago nine years ago she looked at me and she said no that's right yeah nine years ago no because 10 years ago no, that was 20 years ago. Ooh, man. So 19 years ago. <laughs> I'm not good at man. <laughs> so this was like 19 years ago. So 19 years ago, she looked at me and she's like, Tay, you're going to be the first black Radio City Rocket. I was six. And so, you know, you pride yourself on that. Like, I'm going to be the first black girl. So throughout the years, they've like had a sprinkling of little black girls through the end as, since that time. But you know, watching that, there weren't any. You didn't see that. You did not see black girls just taking over. There is, it's sad that, you know, like we're still making history and there's still like people saying she's the first black woman to blah, blah, blah. But I certainly enjoy like little girls now that are doing reports and you see people do black history like when i was doing black history reports i had to talk about sojourner truth she had been dead 20 like a hundred years when it was my turn but you got people doing black history reports on little girl like you got little girls doing black history reports on viola davis and regina king and um you know people that are like triumphant in this like time frame that we're living in and it's just amazing you have black girls looking up and saying i want to be simone biles i want to be gabby douglas like that's what you're you i just didn't have that type of representation when i was younger and sometimes it's like dang i wish i had a little girl because it's like i love being black i love everything about my culture music food movies television i love all of that but it was just like even just like dolls are progressing you had them ugly baby dolls when we were little i ain't want that dark like that that dark doll like dark skinned babies don't even look like that like they just don't they got these nasty blue eyes you couldn't even give them like 
like they don't even look that way so then you got then because of that you have black girls like dark-skinned girls that you that's why they feel the way they feel they have self-esteem issues because they don't have any representation so you know even like barbie is making a comeback american girls started doing um dolls that match your skin color like you know you just growing I, even then like you know when i was younger i had addy i don't like Addie was cool and all, cause she was a slave. But it's like, why I always gotta talk about slavery? Like <laughs> that was <laughs> that was a trying time in our history. Why do why is everybody I gotta emulate was a slave? Harriet, Sojourn, like you know, you didn't have people. Then you had people like Oprah, but they weren't just like taking off the way everybody's taking off now. And that just, I think that gives me the drive to just keep going forward. Like. I look at, um, I was at a, a team meeting one day and they put up this PowerPoint of what like the branding team looked like and there wasn't a black girl up there at all. And that stuff just kind of like fuels my fire. That pushes me to be better. That makes me want to like go harder because it's like, I'm going to be up there. I'm going to be on a PowerPoint. I'm going to be the only black girl on that PowerPoint. Or I'm gonna be in a picture, and I'm gonna be the only black girl in that picture. Like that's what I'm gonna do. I that that's just what I have to do. I have to take a stand and be that role model for my kids. I just have to, especially a little girl. Even if she can't, even if that you know, I feel like at the rate we're going, like black girls is just gonna continue to sprinkle magic all over y'all. But even if she doesn't want to look up to somebody she got to look up to me she got to see me doing it and like you know she do a project in black history month and say who's your role model who's the black woman that you emulate she'll say her mama like that's what keeps me pushing and keeps me going because you have to just know your place on this earth and you know that it's hard and you know that it's just this struggle but god got a purpose and then Everything around you kind of like shapes you into being the person that you want to become and the person that you are today. So it's just so beautiful to see all three of them. And congratulations, ladies, for put, putting your hard work and effort. It definitely does not go unnoticed. Y'all are gorgeous. And I cannot wait to see where this leads you and where this takes you. And just like how life looks like after Miss America and Miss USA and Miss Teen USA. So, guys, that's all I got for today. But um oh my bad song of the week song of the week this week is water by schoolboy q and little baby <laughs> y'all ain't seen that video of that little girl she like i got that water i got that water boom boom remember <laughs> please go watch that video of that little girl Please, please go watch that video and then listen to the song after that. Because that little girl is so cute. And the video is so dope because she definitely like hitting every move she know all the way. So watch the first video. She got this cute little pink outfit on. And then Schoolboy Q posted the video on his page. And then she did another video where she on this like little tricycle bike. And she says, thank you, schoolboy. And she sings it again. But she, her, I don't know. I got need to see who her parents are. Because she be whipping it for real. Her Millie Walk is something crazy. She's so cute. So, yeah, that's Song of the Week. Water by Schoolboy Q and Lil Baby. Um, So, 
yeah yes the end of every episode i want to just say thank you guys for listening and tuning in i really want to give a shout out to my daddy because he loves me so much and he really listens and he like gives me great feedback so love you um and then if you like you know having questions comments concerns you always know where to find me like i said i would love to hear if you guys find something and you want to talk about it just let me know you know where to find me at and also, I'm available on all social platforms, Apple Music. Why do I keep doing it? Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and always on Anchor. So thank you guys. Bye.